Drop punt on the way. Oh, look at the statement made by Luke Hodge. Head over the ball, went and got it. Hodge! Drove Taylor Adams into the deck like he wouldn't have bleed. To the ground and Hodge off the stairs. Oh, Bugger up! One of the great grand final goals, the boys on Triple M calling Luke Hodge against West Coast a couple of years ago when Hawthorne won three straight premierships. It is a sad day in this town when Luke Hodge comes and declares he is retiring. He's playing his 300th this weekend and then playing out the season. Luke Hodge joins us now on the Winter Breakfast. Good morning, Hodgie. Good morning, mate. How are you going? It's a trick, isn't it? It's not really happening. Oh. <laughs> no, sorry, Harry. Uh, it's definitely happening, mate. Um... I think it was something that when when we signed on last year, it was uh, if everything worked out well that this was going to be the plan. And I think what's been the most encouraging thing that we've we've found so many younger players um, that that have improved so much in in twelve months. And I guess a lot of that's come from injuries from our older blokes. But it's been uh, been pretty impressive our last month how our, our younger fellows have. Um, I guess, stood up in their, their place and, and played some really good football. Yeah, spot on, Luke. How did you find the press conference experience yesterday? There were some great pictures. You had your beautiful wife, Lauren, there, and the young blokes, Leo, Chase, and Cooper. But the entire club was just jammed into that auditorium. How did you feel going into it? Um, you know, mate, I'm not a massive talker. I, hmm. uh, I got a little bit nervous. Um, and when I spoke to the boys, I think I was more nervous. I think I spoke for two minutes. Um, and just sort of said, yeah, well, it wasn't much of a surprise. I think the boys there who, who I'm fairly close with knew knew the plan. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was a bit daunting going in there, and I think that's why we did it yesterday. Rather than doing two press conferences, one now and one in a month, we thought we'd knock it both over yesterday. You said you spoke to the boys in only a, a brief discussion with them, but was there one message you tried to bring to the group, Luke? Um, not really. I was, I was pretty nervous talking to the guys. Um, it was... It was it was short and sharp. It was, it was pretty much. Um, I was just giving the heads up that, um, yeah, that what we're going to do that that afternoon. But it, as I sort of said, it was no real surprise. I'm pretty open with with a lot of the guys, and they they also knew that more than likely this was going to be yeah, my final year. Massive week for yourself, Luke. Your 300th game this Saturday. Of any team in any time slot in any ground to come at, I reckon the Cats at the MCG in the traditional time slot on a Saturday. Gee, that's a match made in heaven, mate. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's uh, considering the rivalry that uh, that Hawthorne and Geelong have had um, since 2007, 2008. Um, and it's not only that, there's a lot of the Geelong guys that, uh, that I've spent a fair bit of time with uh, off-field. So um, I know family are very, uh, looking forward to it. And I've, got, I've got quite a few mates of the Geelong supporters that are pretty keen to go and have a look as well. <laughs> uh, I'm actually nursing Howie through this one. He is devastated <laughs> that you've announced that you're leaving. Um, now that you've made the announcement, you've got seven games of AFL football to go. Obviously... Plus finals. Uh, plus finals, possibly. Uh, <laughs> dream on, Howie. Uh, now, obviously, across 300 games, you can't relish every moment. Are you really looking forward to these last seven? Because they're obviously quite significant to you. Um, I think I was looking forward to, to this year. Um, I, I, had, I've had, I had a bit of a different mindset at the start of the year. It was more... Be a bit more relaxed, um, help Ruffy as much as I can, uh, and just really enjoy it. Um, considering I, I gave up the captaincy at the start of the year, so, so, I, so I can enjoy it. So I think it's going to be just the same. I'm, I know Clark I was pretty keen, even though we did do the, the press yesterday, he didn't want it to be a circus and and talk about it every week. So I was sort of like, get it out of the road now and then just focus on the last last part of the season. 
Mate, there's been so many highlights, as we mentioned earlier on, four premierships and a couple of Norm Smiths and obviously grand final success is what it is all about. Are those the moments that really stick in your mind, the premierships, or are there other moments along the way as you get a chance to reflect? Um, I, I guess it's it's definitely the premierships because that's what a lot of people um, talk about um, when you when they do um, speak your career or review, review your career. But always the first game, I was against my, my former team on Barrackport with Richmond. Um, back in 2002, that was that was obviously a highlight. But then there's certain games that, that stick in your mind. Um, Geelong in the the 2013 prelim, um, mm. when we're 20 points down at three quarter time. There's just certain parts there that, that definitely stick in your mind as well. Uh, last night at the presser, Oji, uh, in reference to being uh, drafted before Luke Ball and Chris Judd, you said you know the fat slow one is still around. Uh, obviously, being you know quite self-deprecating there. But let's talk about your transition away from football. Uh, how will you go on, uh, you know, the burgers and the beers? Uh, have you got a plan so Ooh. that you just don't blow out horribly? I think he needs a plan, this man. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it's good old plug here for Light and Easy. That's, uh, I think I'll be there you go. I've walked you into it, Hodgie. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, I think, uh, and, and I, didn't, I didn't call myself. That was my uncle who sent me the message when Paul and Juddy both retired that, right. that about, the, about the fat slow one. So I'll put him in the deep water there. But okay. um, I look, I, I think what, what I've learned from when I first got drafted, um, how to sort of take care of yourself. And you see so many players that sort of blow it a little bit, but then they rein it in because they know how to eat well. They know um, what exercise to do. Um, I've got a few really good mates who... Um, if all goes well and the body stays well, we'll, we'll kick off the, the New York Marathon. Um, and I think that's just small little plans like that that are just going to keep your mind active rather than just retiring and not do anything for six months and put on a bit of weight. You still want to be trying active and and, uh, and exercise. We're speaking to the man, Luke Hodge, that is going to play 300 games. We'll get you to stick around. But before we do go to a song, you mentioned Chris Judd Hodgie. He's been musing about certain things that are going to occur to him in the future. I just want you to have a listen to this, uh, which is Chris Judd sort of thinking about where maybe his statue might go. We wind through to the car park in Punt Road and Juddy mutters something under his breath. And I'm like, what was that, mate? And he mumbles away again. And he, and he finally says, oh, I was just looking around here, surmising to myself. <laughs> where my statue would go. <laughs> where my statue would go. Thought possibly next to Lee Matthews in front of Kevin Bartlett. It's a legitimate concern. I mean, it's not, it's not something you'd have to worry about now. But some of us, you know, does it go in front of gate three? Does it go in front of gate five? You know? These are the issues that are now going to face you, Luke Hodge. Have you had a think about this? And do you think you should get a statue before, Juddy? Um, I've been lucky enough to do a bit of work with um, you, Darson, and Daddy mm. on Friday Night Footy. And um, that does not surprise me at all. <laughs> Ever since he retired, the, uh, he starts talking in the third person. He's now got a segment named after him, Judge Judd. Yep. Um, for a person who was so calm and, and placid on footy field, he's really taken that next step. Um, but I don't think that's something I've got to worry about. Jody can have a uh, statue at every at every gate, I think. We were talking about brags yesterday. How oh, people no. brag. Now, hold <laughs> no, on, Howie. No, hold on. No, no. And uh, obviously you're known to Howie Hodgie. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. Well, because how this is, this this, is this is, you, Listen Lawrence. to this. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you've had some stalkers across the journey, Hodgie, but listen to this. What's now your I'm brag? brag as well, Dawn, about Luke Hodge. Whenever he sends me a text message, a text message, I show everybody I know and <laughs> oh, say, wow. Luke Hodge just sent me a text message. I can't believe you played that. So, Hodgie, have you ever texted Howie? That's, that's my question. 
Uh, who's Howie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just he's a, a little boy here in his Hawthorne jumper. No, no, I've uh, I've got to know Howie quite well over the years, okay. uh, and we do. Uh, message each other quite frequently. There you go. And I do show it to everyone I know. Hey, mate, uh, uh, this is about you, not about me. But uh, the, the, the day I've had the pleasure of being involved in is the day after the grand final at, at Glen Ferry and introducing you guys on the stage. And, and I think that's when you really see, when you guys walk out there, just the passion that football invokes in this town and what it means to people to see success. It's quite an extraordinary day. How, how do you boys feel about that day as footballers? Um, I guess it's it's an unbelievable experience. I know growing up in the country, you you lived and breathed sport, whether it's footy, cricket, or basketball, um, and then you 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 see these die-hard supporters come to the footy, whether it's raining, whether it's not. But then, as you said, the day after the grand final, uh, whether you win or lose, we've we've been on the um, we've been on both ends of it. The amount of supporters you see the next day, um, and you you really do understand what what AFL and obviously what Hawthorne mean to so many people out there. That's why um, what we've achieved over the last eight or nine years, it means so much because you can sort of see the smile that you put on so many people's faces. Yeah, spot on. You've got to realise, Lawrence, as a Hawthorne fan, this type of thing doesn't come around very often. The Hawks only get to, you know, celebrate a premiership every two or three I know years. That, so I, mean, I, I feel for you guys in the premiership drought. <laughs> That's exactly right. Two years now. <laughs> you must be champing at the bit. Um, Clarko <laughs> used one word in reference to you last night, Hodgie, and that is sacrifice. He was impressed with the sacrifice that you'd made across your career. But he, he alluded to the fact that the penny didn't drop straight away for you. What what finished, What changed after that first season, you know, mentally to think, well, this is what I've got to do to become a footballer? Um, no, it was more than the first season. I think um, when I got drafted, I was a 17-year-old, just uh, just finished year 11 in Colac. Right. Um, physically, I was right to play football, but mentally, uh, I didn't know what it, what it took. So I've made so many mistakes along the way, whether it be my, uh, whether it be my 21st, um, back in 2005, where you sort of start to understand what to do, but you, we've had so many good people around. Whether it was Clarko or Andrew Russell, who've given advice since they've been there, or, or previous players like Mitch Vanders and Cross, who've always tried to give you tips. So I didn't probably really start to understand till probably 2005 or 2006 what it what it does take. Whether it's the right sleep or what you're eating or what you're drinking or or tr- the training, uh, how hard you got to train. So it was a complete change of lifestyle and mindset. Yeah, but I think everyone goes through that. One, when you're a teenager developing, I said everyone develops at different stages. Um, obviously, it took me a little bit longer to understand exactly what I, what I needed to do. Well, Luke Hodge, we're going to uh, usher you into your 300th game with a good old-fashioned player profile like that you might read in the footy record. So uh, get set for the tough questions. Favourite meal? I've got to say light and easy, don't I? <laughs> Absolutely. What, what particular light and easy menu item? Is no, it the like, chicken Kiev? No, I like the spaghetti bolognese. Of okay. which he has seven when he sits down to eat. Favourite movie, Luke Hodge? Favourite movie? Um, anything with Mark Wahlberg in it. Yeah, mm. I like him All too. the Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Toughest uh, opponent? Uh, toughest opponent? Um, I'd probably have to say Michael Voss. Biggest career influence, Luke Hodge? Very hard to split between Andrew Russell and Alistair Clarkson. Okay. And finally, will you coach Collingwood next year? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have thought so. I've got a couple more. Best you've played with? Tough one. Tough one. um, Either a a buddy, a Mitch, a Cyril or a Croft. Yeah, fair enough. And tell us, Luke Hodge, before we let you go, what takes you to your happy place? 
Good question. Um, I guess spending time with the kids, yes. Football is so full on, so just to get a day at home and do nothing and, and just later in the house with the kids is, is pretty high on the, the radar at this stage. Uh, you mentioned the kids. Uh, Coop, how old is Cooper now? Coop's nine at the end of the month. So how did he feel, mate? What did you say to him about the whole retirement? Uh, I spoke to him um, well, it Sunday night and just sort of said, Dad's going to finish up football and he actually got a little bit upset. He goes, does that mean we can't go to the footy anymore? I said, no. He, he goes, I said, we can still go. He, and he goes, oh, that's all right, then. <laughs> so he didn't really give two hoots about me. He just wanted to make sure we could still go to the footy. Your retirement last night was very hot on social media, especially Twitter. And uh, the the common opinion amongst all football supporters was, I would have loved to have had Luke Hodge at my club. And as an Essendon supporter, I concur wholeheartedly. Congratulations, Hodgie. What a glittering career. You're a tremendous man and an ornament to the game. Cheers, guys. Thanks, sir. Good on you, Hodgie. Luke Hodge, superstar from the Hawthorne Football Club. Just an absolute champion of the game.